what we're trying to do, what I try to do is moving further, trying to talk about challenges of our company and also get in discussion with the company. What is the vision of the company and how can APFL play a role, be a one of the key innovation partners of the company? Hello and welcome to the Strategic Partnerships podcast series. My name is Madeline Arkins. I'm a research project officer at UIN and your host for today. During the 2023 conference, we had a fascinating discussion with Robert Giesendanner-Tobin, Director of Industry Affairs at EPFL, where we explored innovation, startups, and industry collaboration. Learn how EPFL nurtures entrepreneurial mindsets and discover the dynamic interplay between industry and education. Hello, I'm joined today by Robert Giesendanner-Tobin, Director of Industry Affairs at EPFL. Thank you for joining us, Robert. Hello, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. First off, I would love to hear more about your work at EPFL, what your role as Director of Industry Affairs entails. Yes, yeah, so, so I'm the Vice President for Innovation. It's a team of nearly 40 person. We have two main topics we're tackling, the startups, so supporting the trends of technology out of the labs and uh, creating startups, also supporting the development of entrepreneurial mindset Entrepreneurship is a, is a big topic. And the second part is about industrial collaboration from small middle enterprises to large corporate, national and international. And my role is really focused on this international collaboration, industry collaboration, and really try to support the interaction between companies and EPFL with the aim of having a positive impact on society. We transfer the technology which is in the lab, which is the great product from our researchers to society with impact. Great. I wonder if you could speak a little bit about how you approach partnerships in your role, how you seek them out, what you look out for, what you value maybe in a partner. So one element, of course, we're looking where the company is coming from, on which market the company is active, what is the company producing. Interesting, we are not only product-based, so we're also working with banks, with insurances. And of course, we're looking also from a national perspective. Is this a small company close to, which is in Switzerland, maybe close to APFL? Is a company maybe in the Swiss-German part, in Europe, and then of course around the world? The criteria are very diverse. More important is really the potential collaboration. Does it fit with the strategy of the APFL? Does it fit with the strategy of the company? And can you really nurture collaboration, long-term collaboration? How do you at EPFL cultivate that environment where researchers, academics feel driven to seek out those partnerships and to engage? Is that something that is intrinsically in the no, nature? No, <laughs> I think it is a, well, one element maybe which is positively acting in that direction is that we have an innovation park. Okay, Since more than 30 years, of course, our researchers, the professors, faculties, they have some experience in collaborating with industry since they're close to them since years. So it's part of the DNA of the EPFL. But of course, this is not enough. And uh, we are supporting the faculties and, and labs. And we just started with a kind of ambassador, which is the key person of contact in a faculty, which support on the two topics, pushing technology out with creating of startups, but also industry collaboration. And really try to be present on the research side and to bring value to them, to help them. We know that interacting with companies sometimes takes time. So we really try to make it as efficient as possible for them to see value in industrial collaboration. One domain, large domain perhaps, that I think entrepreneurship is going to play an even larger role is in the field of deep tech. 
could we get your insights on where you think entrepreneurship plays a role, how to maybe harness entrepreneurship in that field? As a deep tech, of course, is the topic at EPFL. You know, it's an engineering school. We're doing a lot of research. We have more than 2,000 PhDs, 450 labs. So when a startup is created, BFL is really a deep tech startup, mainly deep tech startup. Not only, but mainly deep tech startup. And just to give you an idea, one product coming out, when you were just starting a startup, there's maybe sometimes 10 to 15 years research behind. So of course, there's an IP, and, but then it goes beyond this technological elements. To have a success on the market, of course, the other dimensions are playing an important role. We are taking support from actors around. We have design school, we have management schools, we have hospitality schools. So we also look to get these talents, young talents from other institutions around, which are more focused on the social sciences, humanities, to help this technology to be successful on the market and have a positive impact on society. And of course, entrepreneurship is a key role in, in all this topic. We support the young talents, also the students, researchers in this entrepreneurial mindset topic. Not that everybody needs to build a startup, but just to give them an idea what is about, what is the product, what is the challenge behind, and to give them more tools, not only physics, mathematics, and technology, but all other elements which then have to make them successful in, uh, in their career, maybe in a company. We've seen a lot in the last few days of the conference the influence of industry on education and equally the bi-directional nature of that influence of education on industry. How do you see that play out in your role? How do you balance those competing interests? So you must know that at EPFL we have some advisory board on different level on faculty. So we are involving industries in the discussion of the strategy of the faculty to look if the right topics are, if it's balanced, it's we are the, the courses, the masters are on the right topic. And our role is maybe also to support this, to maybe find industrial partners which can support in the strategy. And we're also developing on the EPFL side some other elements like professor of practice where we have industry partners giving lectures at EPFL to be sure that we are connected to the industry, that we know where are the challenges, and also that the future engineers coming out can really support the industry and the topics. But it's important to connect them to EPFL, to the faculties. Yeah. And maybe another topic to that is about lifelong learning. Okay. There's a topic also which is important for industry, and there's a way we also we can support industry and helps us also understand where are the needs. So we have, we call it extension school, which really is able to adapt the courses to the needs of the company. So we can really make some specific courses which is adapted to the needs of the company. Of course, keeping our core competences and really but adapt to the needs of the company. And of some very successful stories around that, yeah, to upskill the uh, company's employees. We've uh, talked a lot about uh, challenges and things that we're doing now and also in anticipation of changes in the future. Is there any future trends or future ambitions that you are working around in your role that you're particularly excited about or excited to face or see? One element which I spend a lot of time, which is important to me, is to think about the future of this collaboration. How does it look like? And of course, we can do bilateral collaboration, a company with one of the professors, absolutely fine. This is working well. What we're trying to do, what I try to do is moving further, trying to talk about challenges of a company and also get in discussion with the company. What is the vision of the company? And how can EPFL play a role, be a one of the key innovation partners of the company? Of course, there are many others, but how can we really support as EPFL at large with our students, with the different search topics? You have to know we have from life science, engineering, architecture, civil engineering, 
management of technology also on board. So all these different topics, basic science, physics, chemistry, all of this knowledge, how can this knowledge support the challenges we're facing? And on another level, of course, today, if you want to solve the big problem, there's not one startup, there's no one lab which can solve the problem. So how can we combine all these elements together to move forward faster? Yeah. So this is the topics where we're trying to find new models, or new collaboration models to make it happen. Thank you for listening to the discussion. Follow UIN on LinkedIn. And if you're enjoying our podcasts, make sure to subscribe, rate and review on your podcast platform of choice to help others find this content too.